Hello, and welcome to the World We Live In podcast. I'm your host, Eric Patterson. Alongside me is Colin Malden. Join us as we explore the amazing, mysterious aspects of our planet's cultures, history, and future trends. better than ever um, after a little uh, summer vacay for myself and uh, to uh, to wrap up our uh, our year we uh, have on our good bud what's up Elliot Jones how's everyone doing you, you say <laughs> hi after yeah. how are you man um, I'm doing great yeah. I just uh, I just finished grad school this week so I'm feeling oh I'm you're, feeling great. you're all yeah. set congratulations I'm feeling great yeah Feeling dynamite. All set to uh, be a working member of society? <sighs> I, I guess so. I don't really have a choice. So. Yeah. Well, so it's going to happen. I am excited, though. I'm excited to get it going. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to not be a broke-ass kid anymore. I know. That's a tough position to be in. Can't even afford avocados. It is. Just a my broke my life is really hard. Yeah. It's, it's one of the hardest that I know. <laughs> <laughs> um... See, last episode we had you on was the dudes episode. The dudes episode. I don't. We talked about space. That's about all I remember. I, mean, <laughs> I don't remember exactly which one it was. That was kind of. Uh, we did know we did some like AI stories. We did. We talked. Uh, you remember that? We talked sure. about Bitcoin. For a Bit, bit. Yeah, Bitcoin and uh, AI. All our expertise. Yeah, with all of our knowledge, <laughs> our vast amounts of knowledge. Um, well, yeah, dude. I had a I had a great vacay. And yeah, tell us about uh, Eric. The where, West. Did you, where did you go? I did. I went to Minneapolis to visit my good bud uh, Ryan from high school, and um, then I'm supposed to see Drake, but uh, you know, canceled. Oh, <laughs> so God. But That's brutal. luckily, me and Elliot have seen him before, so yes. I'm not upset. A little salty, but not upset. I understand. <laughs> um, but yeah, then after that, I went out west to uh, visit my cousin, and it was incredible, incredible. Though I was talking with someone yesterday at my sister's uh, soccer game, and I was like, "The West is—it's still the Wild West. Yeah. People aren't like running around murdering each other and stealing, but it's still—it's still the Wild West." Yeah, the yeah the land out there. We were just talking about it before, yeah. just right before we went on the podcast. It's just so treacherous and like it's so different from like the parks, like the Smokies that you go to in the East, where pretty much any family can go out there and just you know have a have a day in the woods, basically. For real. Well, and like out west, there are like still cowboys. You oh, know totally. What I mean? Like there are still people who like wake up at like four o'clock, ride around on horses, like wear spurs, and yeah rope lasso stuff <laughs> just random cowboy, stuff on their property cowboy behavior. <laughs> yeah no it's true we um well yeah we so uh on one of the days i drove up um with my cousin's husband to um up towards montana there's like this scenic highway that goes up toward montana and into montana and um Dude, we were like 11,000 feet up, and the highways are just cut into the side of the mountains. Oh, yeah. And you just have to wind. It's crazy. We wind, we wound, we wound up, and then wound down. Wound down. Does that make sense? <laughs> Unwound. Oh. Unwound down. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, it was, and it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. And then, but on our way back, uh, there was, we... Driving straight, so we had come down to the mountains, and it's just flat land. Um, going back to their house, and it was a there was there was a ranch on the side of the road that just stretched for like miles. The ranch did. The ranch did, and it was all the same ranch, and it was like three miles long. I mean, you can imagine how many square feet that is, obviously, because it goes back. But it was yeah. Makes you wonder how long 
like that rancher, whoever that is, has been there. Oh, That's true. Forever, How forever, many generations? Forever. You know what I mean? Like that that bit of property probably hasn't switched hands more than once. Oh no, no, couldn't have. But apparently, they were also talking about the price of land out there. Oh, is you sell you sell a good amount of land and you're in a good position. Yeah, let's put it that yeah, way. Yeah, for sure. So, well, um. Have a couple good, uh, good, good topics today. Um, first one is a little more serious, but uh, second one's um, pretty entertaining. But um, this first one um, from DailyGrail.com. Um, it's about. Um, it's kind of a strange article, um, but it's about uh, this guy named um, Robert Anton Wilson, and his writings if you will about um, this counterculture project counterculture project known as Operation Mindfuck Um, it says Wilson was a leading figure in a counterculture counterculture project known as Operation Mindfuck this was a form of western zen seeding our culture with confusion contradiction and mischief it was thought would jolt people out of their illusions. Operation Mindfuck was kicked off in the 1970s and has never really stopped, apparently. So, Kyle, as I was looking this up, do you remember the story we did about um, about the dude um, who was involved, supposedly involved in the JFK assassinations? And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. His name was... Um, his name was... I have it here. Carrie Thornley. Yeah. Remember that dude? So... Um, apparently this Discordian religion that was associated with this operation Mindfuck and Anton Wilson they were uh, they like developed it together the two the t- they were associated holy, apparently holy cow yeah so I thought that was an interesting like parallel uh-huh. um, the, this organization said uh it depicts uh, world conspiracies, half truths, lies, fake news. Yes, it is just. As I was reading it, uh, apparently fake news has been around longer than a. Uh, yeah, apparently it's not not a new concept. Surprise! <laughs> surprise! Surprise! I bet they've thrown fake news in there recently. <laughs> um. But did you watch? Did you watch any? Did you watch either of the YouTube videos on here? No. Okay, so the one you the one YouTube video, it's a video by a guy named Adam Curtis and it's called Oh Dear. And basically it's talking about how these politicians use um, use their positions to basically confuse people and they used and the news is used to confuse people. To where no one really understands what's going on, and I've, we've we've stated this before, and Elliot, I know we've talked about yeah, this before. I mean, that's certainly the case. Yeah, <laughs> it was talking about, but one of the examples he uses in here is of this this Russian guy, um, Vladislav Surkov, who's apparently one of Putin's advisors, um, and he like um, he basically s- stated that he supported Putin's rivals but also supported Putin and yeah but (laughs) but the idea in the video is that by at least this is what I understood by saying so many things it confuses people on what's actually going on and who's actually supporting what Mm. and like it talks about in Syria how how there's like um, Assad as an enemy, mm-hmm. but there's also ISIS. Right. So, like, who are we actually fighting? Like, are we fighting the Russians? Are we fighting Assad? Or are we fighting ISIS? Or are we fighting everybody? Yeah, for sure. I've definitely thought about that before. Yeah. It's just like, oh, like, something's, like, going on in the Middle East. Like, who are we? Like, what's going on? I don't really know. <laughs> No one, like, and well, and also regardless of, like, what actually, you know, like, is going on, it's, like, a situation where we don't, like, we don't actually know. Yeah. 
Is that like, is that the idea though? Or do you like? Is, See, that's is why, that I'm the, not, that right? I'm not claiming whether or not that's yeah. you know on purpose. I'm just saying that I feel like that is the I, case. I I think it's on purpose. That's yeah. So that's like kind of the question I pose is like, is it on purpose or is it just a natural product of how things have rolled out? Um, like the break off, like because so after we, I guess after we pull out of like Iraq, it just like. People started breaking off and like mm-hmm. guys who had worked for Saddam started doing this and whatnot and then ISIS formed and then yeah. you had Assad in Syria and Yeah. So and I don't a big power vacuum. Yeah, big power vacuum. So Kyle, you seem to think that it's I do, I think it's intentional. I think it's intentional. I, do. I, w- I would say probably probably I mean, it depends on the situation. You know, if it's, you know, something that I don't know, they like if something happens over there that would I don't know, like, look good or sound right, or, like, th- then, yeah, they'd probably, like, say that, you know, that happened factually, but then, you Excuse know, me? maybe if it's something that weren't, like, that wasn't so, mm-hmm. like, desirable, people over here would be pissed about it. Like, they, like, I don't feel like there would be any, because we're never going to be able to find out. We can't fact check, you know what I'm saying, like, what happens in, like, this, like, tattered village in Syria. Well, even you know even if saying? you do, it's yeah. not mainstream enough to be, like, actually, like, popular. No. And, and well, and anyone who and anyone who I feel like would like rebuff and go against anything you like may see on like CNN or Fox News or NBC or whatever is like, like you like you're in the minority, and ultimately you're not going to be able to like get that idea out there successfully. A reason that I say I think it is intentionally confusing. Um, Eric, do you remember that video? Eric sent me a video on Facebook, and it was of, like, probably 16 different news anchors oh, from around the yeah. country reading the exact same script, but inserting, like, their own towns mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. whatever, and, I mean, I just think it's so easy, obviously, to manipulate and reproduce on on mass levels. That's a creepy video. Have you seen that, Elliot? I'm not. Yeah, I'll show it to you after. Yeah. What it basically does is it's like, it shows individual news stations. I think it's like 16 or 20. Uh And then it combines them all into one screen and has them speaking, repeat, like, over each other. They're all reading the same script. But they're all saying the same thing. So are these like local? Yeah, it's like like Channel 4 or whatever. It doesn't, whatever city you're in. And they're like, at the end, it's like, we need to keep Houston safe, Philadelphia safe. And it's just like, again, like, insert wherever you are. But it is like, dude, word for word. That is pretty interesting. That mm. is pretty interesting. That's kind of exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. It's crazy that that this that uh, this oper- operation, if mm-hmm. you will, um, they come out and said this is their purpose to confuse. But people have totally, like, bought into it. Yeah, so what's the, know, what's the kind of following of this? Well, the article I don't I don't necessarily agree with completely. He he basically the guys the guy then goes into talking about the alt right, uh, and no, so he well, uh, t- topical topical <laughs> topical and and I and I agree there is there is a section of the right that like has this weird following and like the way they say things I feel like they're only prevalent though because all the other sides make it prevalent you know it's what true I'm well and the left has the same yeah the same thing but the the problem I have with this article is it seems to just address the right okay. instead of addressing both but I, I agree with what he's saying about the right because it does have that have that essence and yeah basically what he's saying is that um, this these far right movements are like inhuman. They don't have like humility towards right, others. Right. Um, talks about social media. Yeah, talks about mm-hmm. <clears throat> just just you know using propaganda and fake news and right, just right. more topical. Right. So how much? So how much of this article had like the political tone like that, or is this just like a, like a part? It was about like the second half. Second half. Okay. It was about half an hour. The first bit was just like saying, "Hey, this fake news train started in 1970 and it's is al- is alive and well." Yeah, that is it is interesting. Have you seen the documentary on Netflix, the Roger Stone documentary? 
No. I feel like you would really enjoy it. It's uh-huh. a, it's a, um, it's, a, I, it's been a long time since I've watched it actually, but it's, he is like a, like a strategist basically for the Republican Party. Yeah. And he started like way back with like Nixon and he's been basically in the game ever since. Oh, yeah. We've talked about Yeah. And it's, and it's all about <laughs> just like what goes on in like campaigns and politics and all that type of stuff. Kind of goes what we're talking about a little bit. I think you would, I think you would really yeah. enjoy it. I recommend it. What, just on a side note real fast, um, what was that show where they make fun of political, well they don't always do that, but there was one episode where they make fun of like uh, an Ohio governor's race, to, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. It was... Was it like a skit show? No, well it was, it was a comedic take on like political, yeah. on like how, uh, how basically they just use like buzzwords and uh, yeah. to oh, win a race. So. Like the guy the in in this in this comedic take, the guy has no the governor running that these two guys are trying to the two there's two guys that are trying to help him win and the governor has like no personality, like really doesn't even want to do it, but they get him elected anyway just uh-huh. because of some of the shenanigans they do. Uh-huh. It's it's just funny. I'll try and remember the name, but it really is a political political races are so they're like the most unintelligent things. Especially like, like the, the most way, recent. Like if you watched like the like the Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton uh, like election and the things they were saying and what works and doesn't work and gets the people to vote this way that way, it's nuts. Dude. It gets the people going. It's crazy how just like simple minded. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I think a lot of people just want. It is. They want it to be simple and they want it to be black and white. You know, it's just like. Yeah, this person is great. Like this person, it's like people don't want to think. The the mix is too difficult. Like mm-hmm. oh, this is some of this is good and some of this is bad. So it is just like well, it is. It's it's a total just like free for all. Well, seriously, think think about what like we're electing the leader of our country, and in order to like elect a proper leader, you've got to evaluate like how many traits of a leader are there to evaluate. <laughs> like, do you know what I'm saying? Like when a yeah. coach is choosing the captain of a team. Like, that's a hard decision. Like, the captain of, like, a 30-man soccer team. But we're electing the captain of, the, you know, country of 325 million people. And, like, to seriously evaluate who we're putting up there. Like, almost no one has the capacity to, like, make a like an informed decision. Yeah. And so, and so, and so the position is swayed by horseshit. <laughs> Buzzwords. Buzzwords, man. Um... There was an interesting uh, part of the article, and I was trying to find it. I didn't mark it initially, but it says, and it's talking about Robert Anton Wilson. It says, in his books, and most importantly, in his autobiography, Cosmic Trigger, Robert Anton Wilson talks about the psychological state where you have no way of making sense of what is happening, which we had discussed previously, where all your maps have run out and where you have no fixed point with which to orient yourself. He called this place Chapel Perilous. This is, and the author states, this is where we are now as a culture. Oh, so, I see, I see. For sure. And he says, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much where it goes. So. I mean, it makes sense. I think it's partly because we have, like, we, like, the rate at which technology, like, that's a buzzword, but mm-hmm. technology is, like, advancing is, like, we, like, it's, like, it's outpacing like human evolution so we like don't know what to do with it yeah and it's hard to catch up and so we're kind of just like like right now social like we have social media but like our understanding of like how to interact with people on it is so primitive and like whatever the next thing is going to be is like is going to come along take the place of twitter instagram snapchat whatever it is and we're like may or may not you know Mm -hmm. be ready for that too it's like i mean we're integrating so much of our lives with like new shit that historically humans have no idea how to deal with it's like uh it's almost like a sensory overload 100% in a absolutely certain, in a certain sense I mean I mean how many times have we gone on the internet and we're just like see some video or some like crazy you know whatever and it's just like I that's enough internet for today like <laughs> I, I like I don't know what I just saw, but like I need to take a step back. We've done this many times, many oh, times. Oh, probably every every, yeah, every day or two. Someone will be like, "That's enough internet, put it away." <laughs> yeah. 
on that point, though, I think um, there's another paragraph here, and it says there are two outcomes from a visit to Chapel Perilous, and Wilson says it's either paranoia or agnosticism. So agnosticism, Wilson means not just doubt about God, but doubt about everything, requires an acceptance that you are not the only right-thinking person on the planet and that it is not true everyone else should agree with you. It requires a recognition that you are statistically just as full of shit as everyone else. <laughs> he could, the author, or the... Yeah, the author continues, and he says, There are over 7 billion people on the planet, and you will never find someone else who shares your views exactly. Our reality tunnels are all different because they are shaped by our own unique experiences. None of us know what we don't know. We need all the help we can get, including science and other people's perspective, in order to get by. The ultimate goal of the agnostic is not to become right, but to become less wrong. Which I think is an interesting point. For sure. Which it makes sense because, I mean, uh, you can never be, f- I mean, you can never be fully right about something. You can be 99% sure, but like, do you, I mean, do you agree with that or? Um, I, I mean, there are certain things you can be right about. When it comes to decision making though, yeah. you can never be, there's that's never, true. That's there's a good there's point. no way of an answer. And that's and that's most of you know what human daily life is is you yeah. know a series of you know decisions being made throughout your day. Yeah. And based, it's, based on assumptions. But, right. And so and so absolutely so absolutely in that you can never be like one hundred percent sure of something. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, I like the the phrase perspective tunnels. Perspective tunnels. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Well, I've I may have I may have said this before, but. Um, and this kind of goes along with the fact that, like, it says there are 7 billion people on the planet and you'll never find someone who shares your views exactly. It's it's kind of like that crazy concept that no one knows exactly what you're thinking inside of your own head. Yeah. Like, what you think and what you see is purely specific to you. Completely individual. No one knows what you're actually thinking. Uh-huh. Yeah. How, so... So then the question is, are we, like, is there any shot we're close to, like, that not so much being the case anymore? As we, as we start to, you know, integrate, mm. you know, more, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the like now, like, now, like, it used to be you couldn't, like, I didn't know the views of anybody else because, like, except for people I talked to, right? Yeah, for sure. But now I... It somehow I know the political views of like hundreds of hundreds of people <laughs> yeah. online yeah and so like that that is a super increase in you know like transparency of like thoughts of others and so it's like on that on that trend like what's like what, what, what's the end game what's, yeah. like, what's, the, what's the end game yeah. what is, that's a good question what is the end game I don't know I'm too dumb to even talk about this <laughs> yeah but. Well, I've tried to think before. What is the next progression in like in like media? Dude, it's, it's like it's, podcasts. I don't know. Podcasts are like the thing right now, and that's why we're doing it. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we just like the millennials with the podcast. We're just riding the wave. We're in for the babes, man. <laughs> we're in for the babes. It's working. Well, it's been a year now, and that hasn't happened. So who knows? <laughs> well, Kyle got himself. Kyle, yeah. Here. One out of one out of three. Huge river. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I'd be like, what is the next progression? Like, is there like, is it gonna be like? V- I know VRs like virtual reality is like kind of taking off in a certain sense. Like, you can play video games, but like, I feel like there's a lot of potential there for that to be a, a drastic thing. Yeah, because how like so the amount of people that are. I don't know. This is the first thing that comes to mind. The amount of people that are like addicted to some form of alter, like mind altering state, or like addicted yeah. to like being on your phone or being in a different world on video games or whatever. Yeah. It's like that, like that type of problem. Like instead of trying to solve it, like <clears throat> in this life, why not like solve it in like a, just a completely different world and just be a new, uh-huh. like a new, like be a new person, basically. You know what I'm saying? There was an episode of Black Mirror kind of like that, wasn't there? The dude who created that game that was like, oh, and he was the and he was the Star Trek guy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, 
I, I don't think I watched did. that one. I might have missed he, that he one. Basically, he basically created a world for himself where uh-huh. all the people he hated in real life like were his subordinates, and he was oh, like geez. the big, and it was like basically this like Star Trek type of show. It's like his fantasy, basically. Yeah. And he went there every night after work, and that's how he like escaped his world that he didn't like. Did you ever watch that movie with Bruce Willis where the world, basically everyone, um, everyone like hooked into a computer and but that's that's actually not the way to put it everyone hooked everyone hooked into like this it was like a bed like you laid down in it and um you tapped into like a robot version of yourself but the robot version was like perfect like dudes were dudes were jacked in good shape like Sur- women surrogates. surrogates i've seen i've seen that yeah so dudes were like everyone is in good shape like women have perfect bodies <laughs> i googled Bruce Willis bed movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's. I've, I've never seen it, so I was like, I gotta, I gotta get the name. That's yeah, like, if you followed us for a while, you know that me and Kyle aren't good at remembering movies. Not the best. Not the best, but we do have computers. We, yeah, there we go. So it's not essential information. Yeah, the movie no. title is not essential information. <laughs> or Bruce Willis movies. For um, that matter. No, that's true. I was just side note on Bruce Willis. I was watching the I was watching the roast of Bruce Willis oh, the yeah. other day. There's a Bruce Willis. Oh, dude, it's it's recent. It's and good. Jeff Ross absolutely <laughs> destroys <laughs> destroys everyone. Oh my god. Oh, dude, it is hilarious. Bruce it's Willis hilarious. Roast. Yeah, that is hilarious. And now who's Jeff Ross? I've heard that name recently, but I don't know who that is. Uh, I don't even know what he does. Oh, uh, he's got the Google machine. He's a, Jeff Ross, the roast master general. Yeah, he does like every uh, roast. Oh, I, see that guy. I see that guy. Yeah, I re- yeah, okay. Fair Funny enough. looking dude. Little, dude looks kind of like um, a little bit of Elmer Fudd, maybe a little bit of like the hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like the hamburger. Someone roasted him about being Elmer Fudd. I oh really? Oh no. Cherry picking. It's too obvious. Um, but yeah, no, it's but that any anyway. My point about the Bruce Willis movie is, I think that's an interesting idea. Yeah, and it's kind of and it's kind of what we're talking about. With yeah, because it. Go ahead. It's no, I was just gonna say it's a sort of it's it's basically a VR, mm-hmm. like you're in a different reality. Yeah, yeah, and it, and you know that may come like lying into a bed and tapping into you know or throwing on like some mm-hmm. glasses. You know, yeah. we're not. I don't know. Like I said, I'm too dumb. But yeah, no. I'm just gonna bring up another movie real quick. Uh-huh. In Inception, when. They, they go down the, into that, like, basement. It's, like, some bottom room, and a bunch of people are, like, sedated. And they are, like, building their own worlds. Oh. Do you know what I mean? In the dream space, though. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's right. It's in, like, India or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're all they're all sedated. That is interesting. <sighs> it's, like, it's like an alternative, almost. That's even, what we're talking about. Like, that's even, oh, no, yeah, like, altering true. reality with a different right. reality versus doing the same thing, basically, but, like, while you're asleep, like, in a dream. Yeah, it's interesting. To me, that's even a crazier idea that you would be able to like. Oh, for sure, that's way more far. Mass me. dream. Yeah, that's that's some that's some shit we don't know how to tap into yet. Actually, <laughs> I don't know, man. That makes me wonder though. Could you? Could you, like if you're like using like VR? I mean, no, never mind, never mind. I'm not saying it's too dumb. No, no, too dumb. No. Sweet, I'm glad you caught yourself. Yeah, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Kyle, any last thoughts on uh, on that article? Um, or just kind of the idea in general? Any last thoughts? Um, it's it's sad. It's discouraging. It is discouraging. It's discour- As we've talked about many times before, it, it makes you like not even want to try. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you you tr- if you try to be informed, like you read a lot, and then you find out that just like. That's not it's the right right like it's just one big like crapshoot. Yeah. Dude, to be to be actually informed, like it's like you've got to make it your job to be like to act oh, to know what's going on what to be in the know like having like legitimate connect like dude like watching and reading the news every day, like we just like we just don't know dick about what's going on. Seriously, we, we've talked like about you know like, what I'm saying. Like, like we don't have any clue. The 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 Mueller investigation. Yeah. Mueller investigation. Eric and I have talked about it. Let's like, dude, you know what's happened with that? And I was like, honestly, I don't. At this point, like, I don't know because it's 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 a, everyone's flying around. It's the strangest it's tornado thing. of information. It is. It's the strangest thing because you literally see something about it, like like every day or like like at least three days a week. You're seeing something about Russia or or just the whole Trump shit in general. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? And it's 
And, and it is. It's the craziest thing because you see it every day in front of you and and I have no clue anything about it. And because and, and I say that, like I read whatever it is and I like I take in that information. I see what like it says. But I, but like and, and none of and like if nothing happens as a result, then it's like why do I care? I know, I know. The only thing that I was thinking, because I, I agree with everything you say, you guys said, um, I was thinking, though, how, like, on, like, Joe Rogan podcast and some of these other large podcasts, they have, like, dudes who are, like, and females. I just, I, like I, 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 I use, like yeah, I use dudes as a general dudes humanity. Dudes yeah. is everyone. Dudes is sure. everyone. Um... But they have people that are like so smart in their field, mm-hmm. like that Ex- experts. Experts like that dream or not the like the sleep guy. The sleep guy. That dude was insane. That was insane to listen I to. mean, Joe Rogan. I mean, has on like scientists and researchers and oh. yeah, scientists and researchers. <laughs> <laughs> but they are like like that is the knowledge I want to know about for sure. Like I want to know what they are researching. And the people that are able to concise it down into a reasonable, like, vocab and all that, Manage- love that. Manageable chunks. Yes. Or, you know, just, like, get rid of the jargon. Yeah. Pretend like you're explaining it to a seven-year-old. Yes. That's knowledge that I want to learn. And the reason I'm saying that is I think, I think that is becoming better. It is. Well, and more people are tapping into it every day. Yes, yes. And they're so, and, and you, and podcasts are great because you can, so you good. can say whatever you want, dude. And you can yes. talk about anything you want. And it doesn't, like, like you're not, you're like, doing it, like, to get paid. Like, you're talking about things you want to talk about. And people can listen to it and take it in. And you're not, like, you're not having to talk about something that, like, like your CNN manager is, like, telling you that you got to talk about. It. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's independent. It's so, it's so important. It's so yeah. important, and it's growing. It's, podcasts are definitely for the people. For the people. And more and more people, like, 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 how many more people a day do you think listen or watch like a Joe Rogan podcast than watch like some horseshit on CNN, like, like a show, a, one of those shows that they have on every day with the five people all yelling over each other. <laughs> Uh, uh, but like way more people, I feel like now are listening to a podcast than watching that. I think so. I think so. I bet more people are probably still watching like mainstream stuff. Well, younger, I'm sure, I, well, I'm sure I, people I, do. I, I should, I should it, we're on the rise. We're on the. I should amend that to younger people. Mm. I would say a lot of older people are probably still watching. You know their 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 news on TV. Yeah. I know my parents. You know, yeah. do a lot. But yeah, my parents do too. It's almost become more of like a background noise though. Like my mom will have it on from like when she wakes up until like I don't know eleven or so, just uh-huh. like. Yeah. Cleaning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which one, kinda... which one does she like to have on? I'm curious. She definitely does Fox. Fox. Yeah. Fox. My, Fox leaners. I've been my my mom uh, my mom and dad have always watched Fox and yeah. I've been on them so hard to quit watching that shit. <laughs> yeah. Every time I see him, she's like, I'm trying to I'm watching less, like I'm having something else on. <laughs> like watching C SPAN, that shit where you're just watching like, oh, the, like, the, like no. the like the bell signing like go through whatever. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, mom. Come yeah, on, come on. There's there's something better. Than this. Or the the, <laughs> the Senate floor hearings, dude. Yeah, <laughs> dude, the Senate, and it's, it's about nothing, and like half the people aren't even there. It's like there's it's empty like, seats. Dude, the people are eating lunch in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's like, the like three people. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Oh god. You is... you have six minutes starting now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Senator blah, blah blah, you have thirty seconds left. <laughs> it's like, come on. Uh, yeah. What is this? Come on, mom. Figure it out. <laughs> well. Uh, oh. oh. Someone's oh. popular. Someone's popular. Uh, We're going to ignore that, though, and move on to sex, drugs, and UFOs. Yeah. Oh, mm. this sounds fun. No, this is fun. This is fun. So, there are um, some UFO contactees that claim that they have had sexual relations with UFOs. Oh. Yeah. Well, not with you. With the actual flying... I was going to say, not the UFO. I, yes. Not... Yes, that's 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 very... Thanks for catching me. Not, that, not the article I read. <laughs> not actually the craft 
more of the entities in the crafts. So this is another Daily Grail, Grail article, um, and basically it outlines uh, some contactees um, that supposedly have had... Putting a contact into contact. <laughs> God. We're going to forget uh, that happened. Kyle, did, did you read this one, Kyle? Yeah, I did. Oh, you it are, says that in the article. Yeah. Kyle didn't come up. I will say this kind of doesn't surprise me. Um, sex has been uh, on the forefront of a lot of... It's important. It's an important part of, of human culture and who we are. Yeah. Uh, well, it's like the most important part. High, high value. <laughs> so it kind of doesn't surprise me that uh, it uh, people claim to have these experiences. Oh, no, it's frequent. How many no. times have you heard made an anal probe joke? Like about UFOs. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, I think that's one of the most main... <laughs> that's one of the most mainstream jokes, I feel like. It is. Yeah. Every, and no one would be taken aback by that joke. No. Especially if you're talking with, um, like, people who read this stuff and talk oh, about Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> I had no clue who you were about to describe. No, no, no. <laughs> Although I should take... Except, I sh- besides the people who get anally probed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, although I should take a moment to say that uh, I ran into a man the other week I ran into a man the other week um, (laughs) who we got to talking and he claimed that he had had UFO experiences throughout his life and that um, he had been associated with um, individuals who were able to channel the Archangel Michael. Um, and yeah, he had these... The channeling. No, I don't know who the Archangel Michael... Uh, what did you say? Archangel Michael. Yeah, I know clue who that guy is. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard the name before. I, Kyle, you want to check that out? Yeah. Uh, I've, I, the Arch... Wow, Archangel Michael. Um, he is a... Uh, Saint Michael the Archangel. Let's see. Is mentioned Ar- Archangel Michael is mentioned three times in the Book of Daniel. Uh, the idea that Michael was the ad is the advocate of Jews became so prevalent that in spite of rabbinical prohibition uh, against appealing to angels, uh, he's a big part of Jewish culture today. So anyway, gotcha. some sort of. Otherworldly um, being. It's a pretty specific thing to channel. It is. specific dude. Arch- Archangel Michael leads God's armies against Satan's forces in the book of Revelation. Well, there you go. That's, oh. uh... Oh. That gotcha. sums it up. In the world where heaven defeats Satan. So you, you he is credit, if you will. General <laughs> Michael. Gotcha. So I'm seeing the parallel. Yeah. Let's put it in perspective. But anyway... That's this, an interesting uh, guy to channel. Yeah, this man claims that he uh, has, has been associated with this, and uh, I mean, it's the first time I've ever talked to someone that had that claims like face to face. I've ever talked to someone that claimed they had these experiences. Right, you only see that on TV or YouTube videos. Yeah, right? you know, and it's not it, <laughs> it's not the same. Well, and this guy just started talking to you like a coffee shop, right? Yeah, I told him about the podcast, and I told him like we talk about weird stuff. Obviously, we're talking about UFOs having sex with humans, and uh, yeah, I told I did not <laughs> did not say that specifically, <laughs> but I said that we do weird well, stuff. Now that you mentioned it, now that you know, I have a funny story. Um, no, but um, he talked about yeah. I told him we do weird stuff, and uh, and um, he just said I had some weird experiences, and I was like, what, what, what were those? And he said, let me grab my coffee and. Told me about him for like 10, 15 minutes. So wow. I'm gonna try and uh, I've so this yeah I've I've ran in I've not I've not talked to this guy before but I've seen him before around around uh, coffee shops mm-hmm. and uh, yeah I'm gonna try and uh, find him again and yeah he said he would be willing to come on and talk about Did it. Did you have so. his number or anything? No, I didn't. Gotcha. He had a flip yeah. phone. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> yeah. Not so. calling that bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, yeah. Anyway, I thought I'd mention that while we're at it. Um, but yeah. So we'll just go through a couple stories here. Um, it says one of the early contactees who had dalliances with the farrier alien sex was a man named Howard Menger. 
Menger, as the story goes, enjoyed regular meetings with Maria, a buxom blonde bombshell from outer space who claimed to be 500 years old. But didn't look a day over 21. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Who's telling the story? <laughs> this is like a summary. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, so we don't yeah. know whose story this is? Well, the story is this man named Howard Menger. It's okay. a story, apparently, of his... All right, Howard. Yeah. We get it. Um, congrats, on the, congrats on the sex, bro. <laughs> Which is the legal age for alien women to have sex with Earth men. <laughs> <laughs> I guess is according to the article. Well, he's got to cover his. Yeah, he can't be liable for. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got to have his basis covered. Exactly. Story. Only, only reasonable. I asked her, her age. <laughs> um, it says Menger was so smitten with this unearthly gal with otherworldly curves that he divorced his then wife to be. Oh. Who nowadays. Uh, <laughs> Well, that's it. That's it. Just talks yeah, about what she's doing. <laughs> my, uh, what were you gonna say? No, you got it. I was gonna say my my favorite story is that uh, it's it's the next one in 1952. Um, similar, this guy claims to have sex with uh, an alien, and his wife brings it up as a part of their divorce. They end up getting divorced. Was this in the article? Yeah, it's in, it's in oh. the next paragraph. Oh, it's in the next one. I missed yeah. that. So, um, in fact, the guy's name is Be- Bethram. Bethram. Bethram's wife cited Reigns, the alien, uh-huh. in her divorce petition. Yes. I believe this was, uh, yeah. Was there any weight placed on that by the court? I, I need to, I feel like I want to know. Yeah, I don't know. I've heard, I've heard this, admissible? I've heard of this, this case before and I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah. Does the, does the court contemplate? Like, whether or not, like, he cheated on his wife with, uh, an alien? I feel like if I were, um... Can you take that seriously? I feel like if I were the judge or whatever, I would, and someone cited that, I would be like... I would just sign it. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, I don't want to do it. That's okay. I don't want to deal with this. You got it. You're done. Well, if that... Well, the thing about that, though, is that that surely sets some sort of precedent, right? Like, well, like a decision being made about that? You would think so. Okay. Like, what happens in future cases where... Where someone cites an alien? Right, well, like, now, that, and now, like, if that's not a, mm-hmm. like, a ludicrous thing, like, you know, like, that could just be... Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I thought that was pretty wild that she... It's not like he's like, oh, you know, like, you know, this girl, she's an alien, like, she was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, <laughs> so was he, like, like... Getting it on with this alien like regularly? Yeah, so or they, uh, over a three month period, uh, they met up a total of ten times, sometimes even materializing in his bedroom, not much to the chagrin of his wife. Oh, that's a good word, chagrin. Uh, it is a good word. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, were they. So, does the alien like live on Earth or does it just like come on down whenever it says a um, booty call? Or? It says a space girl is named Aura Rains. It sounds like a... <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it sounds like a porn name. I think we all were thinking that. Um, but apparently she's from the planet Clarion. Nice. And uh, she was the captain of a flying saucer. Oh, the El, captain. El Capitan. El Capitan. Um, real, I feel like this. I feel planet? like this dude is just wearing no. some VR goggles <laughs> no. like we were talking about. Yeah, and he's just going to have sex with the alien because that's what his fantasy is. Problem was, this was in 1952. Yeah, oh, he's ahead of the yeah. curve. Yeah, he's ahead, <laughs> way ahead of the curve. Um, well, and so you said. So the first story you told, you said that that dude, the, like he initiated the divorce. Like, would, so was he like in a relationship with this? It sounds like he, they thing? were engaged. That's what it sounds like. Oh. I'm not aware. I I've not heard a full story about um the first about Howard, but I have heard more about the Truman Bathroom story. Oh. From like oh, listening like listening to other gotcha. yeah other podcasts and whatnot. Yeah, I would love like surely there would be other like I would love to get some like third party accounts mm. like like if if it's to the point where he's about to get engaged. Like he's divorcing his wife because of this alien. There yeah. has to be somebody else who is familiar with the situation. You would think so. The divorce lawyer. Ah, yes. 
The writings of a divorce lawyer. <laughs> um, my the, the next one might be my favorite. Oh, oh. Only because of the name of the humanoid alien. Love it. It says, in 1956, Elizabeth Clare allegedly fell head over heels for a humanoid alien named Akon. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh now, I don't know God. if it's pronounced Akon, but it is spelled A-K-O-N, which is Whoa, the exact same spelling as the rapper slash R&B artist. Dude, you can't you can't even like read this story from here on out and me not picture... I know. Akon. I know. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Convict music. Con- Dude, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's what um, it says he took her to his home planet, Meton or Meton, where he seduced her, saying only a few are chosen for breeding purposes from beyond this solar system to infuse new blood into our ancient race. So it says while shacking up with Akon on Meton, Claire got knocked up and gave birth to the son to a son courtesy of her intergalactic suitor. Claire finally had to leave Meton because she was having trouble breathing in the planet's atmosphere. Claire's last meeting with Akon was in 1963 when she was apparently visited at her South African home by Akon and her son. Wow. So, I, so what is as, what, as, what does the son look like? That's a good question. I need to know what that son looks like. Mixed race. He's mixed. Well, I guess so. A little yeah. mixed species. Mixed species. Yeah, they don't give pictures of the aliens or drawings. That's, that's tough. That's tough. Um. When we meet aliens, I imagine this is something that would happen, like, probably pretty quickly. Oh, like like we're breeding with aliens? Yeah. I mean... You know what I mean? Like, we always take it too far, so... Here we, we, here we, we are. We take everything too far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, I mean, it's possible. People are desperate. We've got the, we've got that whole uh, incel thing going on now. The whole involuntary oh, celibacy or whatever. Dude, I was. Are, my dad brought that up at breakfast. Pissed, people are pissed off that they can't get laid. Yeah. Have you heard about this, Kyle? No. So, the first time I heard of it, I, I there was the dude who drove. He like drove. He used a car to run into people in Toronto. Yep. I think that was the first time because he claimed that he was this. He was part of this group incel. Yeah. Which is involuntary celibacy. Well, and, and I feel like incel sounds way scary. That sounds like a terrorist organization. It does. It sounds like, it sounds really bad. <laughs> you're like... It's just people that can't get laid. Then these dudes are like blaming females for not being able to... Basically, basically getting huh? mad at girls for not having sex Self-identified yeah. incels are mostly white, male, and heterosexual. Oh, dang. What a, what a marginalized group. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I hate being that. You're right. Now that incel, when you said that, it does sound like a terrorist organization. Oh, it, or it sounds like some underground like intelligence group that's like totally fucking up the world. Yeah, that is not what no. what this is. No, no, those poor guys. Um, often character <laughs> characterized uh, self pity, self loathing, misogyny, and racism. Oh man, these guys sound like the best. <sighs> oh man, <laughs> these guys sound like the best. <laughs> Um, how on earth did we start talking about that? Um, <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure. Oh, we were honest. talking about the people that would be desperate enough to fuck aliens. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, do you think it's a desperate thing? Uh, well, no, there's definitely some intrigue and some mystery. So people you're, you're people on, are you're into... On, you're on the peak of... Dude, for sure. People are into, you know, all sorts of, you know, the mysterious dude. Yeah. People love the mysterious. People love the mysterious guy. I'm That's not, why people I'm listen not, to. I'm not talking about anyone specific, but. Um. <laughs> um. You want to be more mysterious? Just uh, wear sunglasses indoors. That's all you need. Yeah. You look great. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> so yeah, the there's a couple more accounts. <laughs> There's a couple more accounts in here that are like, they start to get kind of weird, mm-hmm. like not comical. Oh. A, like a little more, a little more rapey. Yeah. And by that, oh. I mean like a lot. Like, 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 like it is like rape. Force. Yeah. Yeah. Like aliens force. are like forcibly having sex with humans. Gotcha. Have yeah. they, anything about humans forcibly having sex with aliens? Aliens. Ooh. Uh, not in here. Not in this article. Not in here. an alien just being like, yeah. Like just I grabbing need, it. I need that. Yeah. Need that alien booty. 
<laughs> I feel like aliens have leverage though. They do. We're well, kind of helpless. If you if you have the technology to come here, you're probably superior. Yeah. At least, at if least it came to, if it came to the physical being though, this is I mean you never know. This is something that I've heard um, people talk about um, on I can't remember who was talking about this on on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. And um, and they were and it was like if you had an alien that was so like an alien race that was so advanced to where basically every like they were integrated with technology and and all that. Um, like like it wouldn't like wouldn't the physical being like like wouldn't it be possible that the physical being would turn into just like like you didn't need your physical body for anything it's irrelevant no no muscles no Uh and so when it would come to the actual you know like interbreeding like Uh human and alien like I don't know maybe you know maybe some aliens are jacked and maybe other aliens are little little scrawny guys yeah, yeah yeah little tiny baby guys that's an interesting point. Um, People work out now, though, not because you have to, because, cause like... Yeah, but if you didn't have a physical body, you wouldn't work out. Or if your physical body, like, wasn't, like, part of what you were concerned with day to day. Like, that, like if that wasn't your vessel for existence, I guess. That's, that's a good point. Um, one of the reasons I've heard as to why there, there might be some sort of alien abduction thing is that, like, and, like, why people are being abducted is that <laughs> what's their motivation what's the motivation is that there's something about humans that they need like DNA or something from us that for like is special for oh is special yeah there's something about humans that's special that like that supposed aliens aren't not aren't able to have they have to get it from us so would that be would that be a case of like they need it for some purpose or is that like 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 they're doing research? Could be research. You know it could be they have to. Um, they're doing some like artificial breeding program. I don't know. That's just some stuff it's I've hard heard. To say, if you were in the alien shoes, what would you do? What, what would, would you I do? Researching. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> if I were an alien, I'd be like. <laughs> Screw these guys. I'm going like I'm going to find some new place. Do a beach planet. Yeah, some beach planet with with wherever that uh, that 21 year old bombshell. <laughs> yeah, the 500 500 year old. That's where I'm. That's where I'm vacating. That's where we're headed. <laughs> um, but the one I'm so as I was saying earlier, then they're not all like funny. This one. Uh, that was written by a New Zealander, John Stewart, recounted his experiences in the early 50s with a group called Flying Saucer Investigators. The back cover of this UFO warning reads, Forced into sex aboard a flying saucer. It says, however, this provocative title wasn't exactly accurate as the stories calmly... He- uh, there's a was a woman involved named Barbara Turner who worked with Stewart in his UFO investigations and was actually forced, supposedly forced to have sex alone in her bedroom one night while 13 invisible entities uh, had sex with her. So that's wow. where it kind of gets invisible. weird. In- apparently invisible, yes. And it says, a later date, Stewart and Turner saw what they described as a lonesome hideous, evil, disgusting, horrifying creature standing eight feet tall with fur and webbed feet. Um, apparently, Turner seemed ready to succumb to the sexual advances of this otherworldly pervert, but for some reason, it said, furry monster abruptly departed. So, so she was, there's that. She was ready. Yeah. Wow. Furry monster's kind of a turnoff, though. <laughs> Girls don't like fur everywhere. Apparently not. And then I wonder what that guy's working with. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? The aliens know. Dude, I guess. And then the other ones, you have no, you got no way of knowing. Thirteen invisible. That's a tough one. That's a strange one. I mean, it's a tough thing to claim. I mean, of all the things that you could. Make claims of. That's an interesting. Well, the, well, the, well, the tough, the tough thing is about that is that you could, you could make an claim about thirteen invisible entities doing literally anything. 
<laughs> that <laughs> is true. You, you, could go, say, you could say that they did your dishes, you could, you and no one would know. Thirteen invisible entities just jumped off the roof out there, and they and they ran away. It's tough. I don't. It's tough. I don't disagree with but, you. But I mean, obviously, you know, you want to you want to take any you know sexual, you know, of course claims seriously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that one would hold up in court. I'm just. I just think it. Like I said, I just think it's a weird thing. Like of all the things you could like buy into and be like oh this happened that's an interesting one are you saying it didn't happen I'm saying it did not not <laughs> happen that's the kind of thing to, to talk about to talk about these stories you've got to you've got to open your mind you've got to be you've got to be willing it's like watching a scary movie you got to let yourself yeah. you got to put yourself in there <laughs> I got I got a good one for you hit me that I just came across on here And you may have read this one, Kyle. It says, According to the International UFO Reporter, a young Australian, Peter Corey, was in bed early one morning in 1992 when two, quote-unquote, unusual-looking naked women appeared from out of nowhere. One, a tall blonde, tried to force Corey to put his face on her breast, but he resisted and decided to bite off a piece of her nipple. Oh! Although this strange woman apparently felt no pain. Shortly afterward, both women vanished. Afterwards, Corey discovered two humanoid-looking hairs wrapped around his genitals. He saved one of the hairs in an envelope and years later gave it to a group of Australian scientists to analyze. The result, apparently, indicated that these women were hybrids of some sort with DNA close to that of humans. Oh. Mm. Wow. little intrigue there. So if he resisted... A little cliffhanger... So, so he's lying somewhere because if he actually resisted, then there wouldn't be the hairs going on down there. I think. Yeah, yeah like, no, I agree. It sounds like they offered and he succumbed. That's what and it sounds he like. Tried to sound like he no, didn't do anything. That, but no, yeah. he was into it. He was into it. He was into the, the two invisible. Bit the nip though. That's a, that's that's not. Yeah, a movie. that's a classic that, move. That doesn't. I, that's a weird reaction. I mean, I guess if. Someone's trying to force you to suck the nip. You don't want to. I guess that's one of your only moves. Do what you need to do. At least it didn't hurt her. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's true. It didn't harm her. We would hate for alien lady to get a to have hurt nips. Well, Peter uh, went on to establish the uh, UFO Experience Support Association. Ah. Oh. Okay, so is this like a like a oh, so it's like a support group for yeah. people who. Have been through. Have been through this uh, experience. Man. I wonder. You know, it's an interesting group. Let's just indulge this idea for a second. It is crazy how many people claim that this happened to them. Well, there's so much. There's so there's so much intrigue around it. Like there's because there are people out there that will take it seriously. Yeah. And and people want it to happen. Like people want it to be like who doesn't want it to be true? Like there's like there's crazy aliens out there. You know, like we can have you know contact. Who doesn't want to believe that? I know it's a good point. Personally, I do think there is something happening. I don't know to what extent. What do you mean? Something like I do, I do think there's there's a UFO phenomenon, and there's because there are insane amount of people that have said they have been abducted or have had some sort of experience. So I definitely think there's something happening, but I don't know if it's like if it's physically aliens traveling to Earth or if there's some sort of like interdimensional possibility going on. Oh, some sort of crossover. Some sort of crossover, like. Maybe there's some advanced dimension where aliens are somehow able to cross over into ours and be present for a short amount of time. It's hard, it's hard to say. And I mean, well, yeah, we have no idea. And, well, and it's well, and it's also like with the amount of people that are out there, like relative to the amount of people that have made UFO claims, like it's like not very many people have. In that, it would be, I feel like. That's something that could be, like, I don't really know how, like, the mind works or how it mm. screws up or how yeah, you, like, hallucinate or whatever. But it could there, be hallucinations. But there, but there are so many different things where someone could straight up believe that they had this experience yeah. with whatever the being is. But yeah. 
and I mean, but they just were hallucinating, or maybe yeah. they got some other type of issue going on. You know what I'm saying? It could be very true. Yeah. But and then there's also people who just want some clout. There are definitely those people for sure, for sure. A lot of those. Yeah. A lot of clout chasers. <laughs> uh, Kyle, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, you definitely, you definitely have to have to buy into it. Um, it is interesting how many people claim to have, to have this this experience. Mm. Like I said, it's not something that you claim, and people are like, oh, all right, nice. It's like, are you okay? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, and also for me, any, I feel like any type of like alien account where the the alien has like humanistic characteristics I'm just like I don't know like what like how like how would it I mean I guess it's certainly possible but how would it be like if on another like if there's life on another planet like what are the odds that it's like a walks on two legs and has arms like a person like what are like what are the like why would like why wouldn't it look like a like closer to like a porcupine like you know (laughs) what I'm saying or or like or like some small few celled organism. Uh-huh. Have you seen the movie Contact with Jodie Foster? Yeah, you seen the movie Contact. So in that movie, the she goes and visits these aliens who are contacting Earth, and they don't appear to her in their form. They appear to her in the form of her father. Oh. So. I guess one idea could be that these shape-shifting or some sort, they're able to appear themselves to us in a different form so that we accept it. Like a 21-year-old blonde bombshell. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? (laughs) Yeah. And it's very (laughs) welcoming. It's more welcoming than an 8-foot hairy web-toed alien. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, are you more likely to cooperate with like someone who looks like you or someone that looks like a big furry beast? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Someone who looks that makes like total you sense. and someone that's attractive. And off that idea, it makes you wonder if there are aliens amongst us. Oh, so it's sort of someone, like someone, someone would argue. Sort Some like, would sort of like the whole uh, that whole like uh, that underground like lizard government. Idea oh of, yeah, who, we did that. The reptilians. Yeah, uh, yeah David yeah, Ike. Yeah. David Ike. David Ike. Yeah. Shapeshifting reptilian aliens. Classic. Leading our nations. Love it. Shadow government. Deep state. (laughs) (laughs) Why vote? We're just run by lizards. (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, I think we've, uh, I think we've exhausted that. (laughs) I can't wait until the next time I talk about alien sex. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, join us next week. The, oh, <laughs> get it? <laughs> get it. The, the whole show now is just gonna be. About, <laughs> it's just gonna be about alien sex. So really, really, really focused. No, yeah. I feel really like niche, real niche type of show. <laughs> I feel like we do a good, a good job of trying to balance it out. I think we. Hey, I think we do a I good think job we do too. A job. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Alien sex only half the time. <laughs> Maybe a little more. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's all we got for today. Um, Elliot. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Yeah, anytime. Anytime. We we have been doing this a year. That's crazy. It was officially a year. So how many how many episodes do you have? I believe this is fifty two. Fifty two. So this is so you've done the weekly. We've done the week. Well, except for two. So it's a little over. It's a little over a week. Gotcha. Yeah, a little over a week, but this is like fifty two. So fifty two weeks in a year. That's crazy, man. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Keep it's trucking. been fun. Keep talking. We're doing it. Uh, um, Susanna is making us a new uh, logo. Oh, I sick. just talked through yesterday. Love it. Yeah, some new logo coming up. Um, yeah, she started to sketch me out some stuff. I was like, "That's sick. Let's do oh, that." Dude, you know, Susan's gonna make something sick. Yeah, she's she's on top of it. Yeah, she knows what's up, and she's been on the podcast before, so she has. she's part of the fam. For sure, part of the fam. What a go. So, that's exciting, yeah. and. Uh, yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at World We Live Pod. Follow us on um, Facebook. Um, we're also on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, um, Audio Boom, Google Play, and Google Podcasts. So anywhere you can find podcasts, we're probably somewhere there. And uh, let us know. Give us a rate and review on iTunes. Um, let us know what's up. Um, 
And yeah, visit visit my website at worldwelive.org, worldwelivein.org, excuse me. And uh, yeah, Kyle, you got. I do. I have something. Um, on last episode, we talked about if Moby Dick was a real thing. Eric doesn't think Moby Dick was was real. Okay. Um. So I I did a, a little research. I mean, it was a story, right? It was a story. Yeah. It's okay. a big ass book. I get. I get it is. What right. you got? Good. So I forgot, <laughs> I forgot about this. So I'm glad you brought it up. Um. It was the the name of the whale was also inspired by real life events. Mm-hmm. Um, there was an albino sperm whale. Uh, that was famed for its deadly attacks on whaling ships trying to hunt it down off the coast of Chile near Mocha Island. Wow. And it was called Mocha Dick. It's called Mocha Dick. <laughs> nice. Nice. So it was a play on it was a play on, on Moby Dick. Or it was a play Moby Dick was a play on off Mocha Dick. Mocha Dick. Fair enough. So yeah. it was so and Mocha- this is the Smithsonian website right now. Oh, that's legit. So it wasn't. It I know it wasn't a real whale, but yeah. it was inspired off of yeah true events. Wasn't one hundred percent fabricated. Was not one hundred. There was a albino sperm whale was a, that, that was attacking would ships. Attack whaling ships. Hmm. Oh, that's pretty wild. That's an interesting concept. Just to like in things that the animals would like protect their habitat. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. It would yeah. protect well, and it makes you wonder like. If that's like are like are there whales doing that like all over the place and we just like we don't like surely this is not the only whale that has decided to like go and try to kill some Lash people back. If, if it's true yeah but I can't imagine it would be I no. feel like this happens yeah oh there's 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 another one I'm, I'm like you said I'm sure it happens all yeah. the time but there I just read another an, an incident in uh, 1820 that. Well, I'm also those wood ships are probably a lot easier to hurt than some yeah. of these. I mean, obviously you're not going to seal. Snap right through one of those. Guns. I imagine a lot, some of them weren't very big. Yeah, they were, I imagine there were some smaller ships. Dude, yeah, a whale is not gonna. I feel like I don't know what a whale is gonna do to like a like a cargo ship, like some big old barge. Oh, nothing. I mean, nothing. There's no way. Just bump into it. Just hop on board. Just bump into it. <laughs> the whale just get a concussion. He's <laughs> like banging his head against it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Dummy, <laughs> give yourself a concussion. Okay. Uh, yeah, dude. Thanks for remembering that. I totally forgot. It was like two weeks ago. Um, well, that's a wrap. Um, everyone have a good weekend, and we'll catch you next week.